everybody, and welcome back to Jace Bellerin Must Die. So let's see. Let's start with let's start with Torgor and, and Road. So I think that you are you're down low enough and you're in a, a hidden enough place that you can, uh, especially with Pass Without Trace, you can begin your your stealthy exit from here. So let's let's get the two of you to roll roll stealth. And since you're dragging. I was say you're dragging Rourke along with you, who's not particularly stealthy, um, but he's not affecting your stealth particularly. So mm -hmm. I'll roll for him at disadvantage plus ten, and the two of you can roll your regular rolls uh, plus the ten. Can so. I use uh, an athletics check if it's successful to like carry him if need be? Um, yeah, I assume you're you're like helping him along. So mm -hmm. if yeah, I was gonna say because the problem the problem is if you help him, then you're at a disadvantage. Right. So it, it kind of evens out. Yeah. Um. Sure. But you have the benefit of him being um under the effects of Rhodes' bubble of stealth, so that should that should help. Okay. Yeah. We'll just roll with that. Okay. Because we're a thirty-seven and a twenty so far. Uh -huh. Yeah. And a twelve. Okay. <laughs> so it's Rourke is the one that is definitely stumbling and. Uh -huh. You know, uh, so there are several times where he'll you'll be heading down a hallway and then he'll start to turn and wander off another hall and you have to like grab him and pull him within no, no, the, no, no, no. Yeah. the 30 foot. So Torgor, you're, you're kind of guiding him and make sure he doesn't go too far away. Mm -hmm. And uh, you make your way out to a, a back uh, a back exit. You, you push open the door, come out into an alley and it's storming outside. It's raining quite heavily. You look up and. I think both of you notice Maybe for the first time, maybe because it's brand new, there is this like terrible storm that has started over uh, Nivix. It's big, big round sort of swirling clouds, lots of lightning striking the tower, and it's just pouring rain now. And it wasn't like this when you came in. Uh, so this really bad storm. I think Rourke probably absolutely looks up and like, oh, it's raining. Oh, what a cool building. Where are we? No dentist's office I ever seen. Um, and yeah, you're out in the streets now and sort of the back alleys near, near Nivix. Um, where do you, where do you want to go road? Do you, do you want to see if you know a, a place you can drop them off near here? Yes. I would like that okay. very much. Make a, uh, religion check. Oof. Five. Oof. Okay. Back. Roller. So the thing is, is it's not. They're, you're so close to Is It League HQ that their kind of anti-Demir intelligence apparatus is probably operating pretty strongly. Like, they would look into businesses and make sure that the Demir don't set up shop this close. You're going to have to get away from Nivix before you can find somewhere to, to ditch him. Okay. Okay. Well, we got to get out of here, Torgar. We got to go. We got to right. walk for a while. Okay. That's fine. Um, come on, Rourke. Uh you know, you live over this way. And he he nods and he, he says, um, Do I do I got a nice house? Nah, I mean, it's your own little piece. And he, he looks around and he's like, There's a lot of buildings here. You're you've never been more right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, there's gonna be buildings everywhere in this city, you know. Uh and he, he says do, do I live in this city? Yeah, bud. Just a part of it. He squints at you. He says, don't, don't you work at that dentist's office? And he like weakly kind of pokes you in the chest, Torgor. <laughs> I'm still 
uh, in my disguised form. So it's, yeah, um, my name's Ball, Balm Salmic. And um, yeah, they usually with patients who undergo anesthesia, they need some help getting home. And that's what I'm here for. And he, he reaches up and like rubs his jaw and he says, my mouth doesn't even hurt. You guys are real good dentists. I'll I'll Thank come you. back to the this and he points back where you came, like this like alley doorway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we should I'm tired. Yeah. Is my house far away? Not terribly so, but it's closer if we start moving. Okay, and he, he nods. He's like, Yeah, it's raining. Mm-hmm. And you, you like lead him away from from uh, Nivix and out out into the streets. So uh, as you uh, as you head that way, let me let me see. Let me see. Okay, all right. So you you are able to get some distance from from Nivix, um, and as you uh, as you do, um, the storm above uh, above the spires becomes more and more evident and more and more obvious that it is like clearly unnatural. Like something is going on at Nivix that is causing this storm or like pulling all of the storm clouds to it or something. These big, big flashes of lightning up above. You can see um, several, is it uh, like flying machines kind of like patrolling the airspace above uh, Nivix and uh, at a glance over your shoulder, yeah, you can see this very dramatic sort of thing going on in the sky above the uh, above the facility. And Rourke notices it and kind of like looks up, and then you you know you pull him away, and he he goes with you back into the alleys, and you uh, you you put some distance between yourselves and uh, and Nivix. Now, before you can get to a, a Demir uh, safe house, let's cut back to Tack and Winnegar. So the two of you inside the uh, inside the the facility. What uh what are you um what are you doing? Where are you gonna go? <laughs> it's me here to steal stuff. Hell yeah. That's Stop like, saying that whenever we go into a room. Text <laughs> <laughs> just like slamming open doors. Is there anything to steal in here? There's there's things to steal in every room, but you can't just like barge into every single room, Tack, and and, and yell at <laughs> not with that attitude. <laughs> like uh, opening up closets. <laughs> so <laughs> the Hello, would you like to be robbed? That's the... a stall to a bathroom, Tack. <laughs> uh, yeah, when people are at their most vulnerable. <laughs> Tack just Sorry. walks under the stall. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, please. so you're just you're in a, ba- a random bathroom in the Is It League somewhere. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're we're going to wherever this wherever this equipment would be. Is it going to be spread out over or is there like So it uh, looks like everything storage? pretty much everything that you need uh would be found in the pyrology lab. So you leave you leave the research labs that you were in before and head you're heading to another wing of Nivix, another district yeah. essentially within. Pyridology. <laughs> so Tack goes in expecting a lot of eye patches and rum, Pirates. but not not so not so much. Yeah, so you you enter the pyrology lab through a uh through a, a double sealed doorway because there are constant fire outbreaks in pyrology as you'd imagine they have these big fire doors that they seal in case of an emergency that will block off the whole pyrology lab uh, and cut it off of uh, of air so the fire can't burn 
Um, Yo, how many flammable signs do we see? Gosh, so many. Everything Caution flammable. Probably, yes. yeah. Probably, probably there is a big list, a very long list of security safety protocols, yes. and it says like, upon entering this lab, you agree to the following, and then there's like size three font. 4,000 words of bullet point, like writing on, on a plaque on the wall saying all the things you agree to do by not, by coming into this, into this lab. Boring. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so you, uh, yeah, you, you come into the, uh, into the airlock and it closes, it opens up again and you come into the pyrology lab. Um, I want to take anything that looks like a pew pew. Oh, there. Yes. You'll have lots of opportunities for that. Um, so Winninger, you're, you're not, uh, by nature, a pyrologist. This is not your, uh, discipline. Um, but, uh, you, you maybe know your way around, you know, at least how the, is it stuff tends to be structured. Let's see if you can find your way to the, uh, to the storerooms. So make a, make a religion check and we will see if you can. Okay. Ooh. All right. So, Following, following Winnegar, who's pretty sure uh, he knows where you're going, uh, Tack, you, um, you follow Winnegar to uh, a door, and the door says on it, um, uh, authorized entry only, and it has a, a, a lock, like a, a is it um, punch card lock, so you're supposed to have, if you can access this room, you're supposed to have a punch card, you can put the card in, it'll open the door, but yeah, Winnegar, you're pretty sure what you need is on the other side of this locked, this locked and sealed door. I don't... I don't like the setup. I can see those <laughs> rolls. And I don't I don't like this. I know but a lot of a lot of dungeon get... a lot of dungeon masters like to, you know, immerse their players and not show them, you know, the success <laughs> or failure. For me, I really like dramatic irony. So I love it when you know Looks something clear. your character doesn't know. <laughs> I like Looks presenting clear. the staircase into the basement where you know the killer is waiting and saying, Would you like to go down the stairs? I would I would love to. Yeah. Uh what can I put into the slotty thing to make it open? Uh, I Winninger, assume you have a you have a a thingy. Yeah, or? so Winninger, you know that your your credentials will not get you into this lab, and also if you use them, it would let the is it know like they'd be like, oh, we got a login from Winninger at this time in this lab. Yeah. Um, but also, tack because the characters and their skills anachronistically scale with the setting your lock picking like proficiency and your thieves tools punch this punch card lock. they have yeah. the same things yeah and also goblin lock picking is never a bad idea but it'd be very also, hard to punch like i like door. to imagine that the way that tack is gonna pick this lock even though like yes we're gonna say it's like yeah. lock picking and stuff the flavor is gonna be tech going through people's drawers on their cubicles and seeing who yeah. has like password i love it yeah their monitor. exactly yeah yeah so you, we're gonna we'll use the skills as written but but yeah your idea is you go you go to the other room you dig through a bunch of office <laughs> desks until you find a sticky note that's like stuck to a piece of plastic One, that two, says, three, four. it says on it it's like all right, Jerry, this is the last goddamn time. If you lose your card one more time. Yeah. All right. So let's okay. let's see if you can if you can find a key to, so to open this thing. But yeah, we'll just make it the Astils roll. Dextarata. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see how it goes. Ooh. Wonderful. Yeah. 26. 26. Lot, Jerry, you sucker. And the thing is, that's that's a 26 with a plus seven. So you rolled a 19. That's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So so Winninger, you watch maybe nervously as uh, as Tack right, scrambles around really. looking for looking for the key. And then Tack, yeah, you you can how I mean how what does this look like? Well you tack, you do a perfect job opening this door. Do you, uh I think I think Tack had glanced at all of the cubicles ahead of time and mm-hmm. had specifically looked for the one with like 
the same like older man in all of the family photos and stuff and they like looked for the ones that have like the post-its that are like don't forget your yogurt today margaret says that you need to eat more yogurt and like went (laughs) over and like felt under the desk pulled out a taped punch card and then just slipped it straight in slipped so on on the desk of this this guy uh there is a framed picture uh of him uh he's uh like balding um probably in his like 50s and he's wearing his like dress is it outfit with the big epaulets and everything and he's standing next to a centaur woman wearing a white uh veil that's like pulled back and he has his arm around her and they're standing in like a like a chapel somewhere like a a selesnian you can see the white uh, like birch structures behind him so yeah it's him standing with his like centaur wife and i guess she's she's like a good two feet taller than him so i guess he's got his arm around her waist Um, and she's like and she's like way out of his league. Oh too. yeah, 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 like yeah. definitely. He's he's uh oh, God, uh, he's Jerry, Jerry from, from Parks and Rec. Yeah, from Parks yeah, and Rec. yeah that's all I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Like she's super hot. God, yeah. Parks Parks and Rec, but set in the Is It League would be kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you find you find the card he left in his desk. It's a new one from security because he keeps losing his, and um. Yeah, and and stuck to it, there is, yeah, his, like, there's a a sticky note, and he probably keeps all his notes from his wife, all his little lunch notes, and the the last one is, like, uh, don't uh, don't forget whatever anybody else says, you're special to me, honey. (laughs) Yeah, I also take his yogurt from his secret mini fridge under the... Nice. Tack okay. loves yogurt. All right. So yeah, Tack, Tack, you come back eating yogurt. You just pop the card in, and the uh, the door opens, and uh, a a wave of heat washes over you. You feel this, this rush of heat. Uh, and beyond, uh, you see what at first looks like one of those big like outdoor fire pits. Uh, it's a big uh, a big circular stone like ring. And in the center of it, there is just a free-floating plasmic entity. Uh, it's just like fire and lightning all kind of like interwoven. And when the door when the door opens, an alarm goes off and the the thing moves as if flowing like a living creature moves towards you suddenly. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, oh, this is in the room. Uh, and I want to close the door real quick. <laughs> you so rarely get faced with like genuine Dungeons and Dragons issues that when you're right. like, this thing, this dangerous thing faces you, you have limited time. What are you going to do? And I'm just like sitting here with my tea, like this tea is too hot. And yet <laughs> if I don't drink it soon, I will die. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I want. Yeah, I want definitely like just like. I try to lunge, lunge for the door and try to shut it. Yeah. Okay. Let me find. Here we go. Let me find the stats for this thing. I want to step away from both Winnegar and this door. Okay. Yeah, that seems fair. Uh. Okay. I All right. So it. as as this thing f- like flows towards you, uh, suddenly, um, and you you. Maybe have time, maybe don't have time, Winnegar, to try to recognize it. But uh, let's let's have initiative rolls from from the <laughs> the three of you. Hold on a I second, let me this, clear this just to see you. who's who's the fastest. Oh, <laughs> I wonder what the other guys are getting up to. Really, it's like, <laughs> probably better than walking in the rain. Oh, <gasps> down by the yogurt. Wait, 
okay. co-host, please. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I can't believe I locked tech in that room. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate this and I hate you guys. All right. So so Winnegar, you you like lunge for the you lunge for the uh for the door and you 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 slam you slam the button. Uh, and the door, the door slams shut, and then on the other side there is a loud bang uh, as this thing collides the the other side of the door, and it's like banging on it. Uh, and uh, you can see, um, yeah, you can see next to the door there is under glass there is a like an emergency shutdown uh, button, uh, and the door is banging loudly on the other side. Uh, Tack, it's it's uh, it's your turn. What do you what do you want to do? You have an opportunity to do something. Uh, I would like to drop my jaw and drop my yogurt cup. Yeah, <laughs> it was very scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I guess I'll I guess I'll push the button. Yeah, just yeah. like I don't know what this does. Okay, I want right. to feel helpful. So you you reach up and you hit the button. Uh, there is a loud uh, hissing sound, uh, and inside we see we cut to the inside and there's this sort of creature battering itself up against the door. Uh, we see vents open up in the ceiling and spray the room with some kind of foam, and the the creature uh, hardens, it solidifies into a slightly steaming uh, like stone statue. It's just frozen up against the door, uh, and um, yeah, and so there's this this like again a warning alarm going off that the fail safes have been activated. Um, they're definitely they're definitely gonna be, up into the office <laughs> they're definitely gonna be guards uh on their way like asap uh like now that this alarm has bonus been set action off. for a mean side eye yeah <laughs> perfect okay that was a mistake uh, uh wow buddy you ever see the show supermarket sweep sure <laughs> okay i don't uh, listen to your podcast <laughs> But you tell me you listen to my podcast. I mean, we have three subscribers. I assumed it was you three guys. <laughs> it's not. One of them's probably re- Bang Energy. <laughs> Bang Energy, Dovin Ban, and Rourke. <laughs> Rourke unsubscribed for a little while, but now uh-huh. he's back on. That's, yeah. He, he only also, uh, he wanted to build up the catalog so he can go back. Anyways, um, uh, are there any other rooms? that like yeah you just that... you just realized you got turned around and this is not where you thought yeah. you were or where you needed to be uh so you can grab tack and be like let's get out of here and go go try and find the real the real place yeah i want to do that okay all right like, so you yeah the go. two of you dash off uh as the uh, as the guards come to deal with this potential oh, uh emergency what i want to do yeah. is like take before i leave like just take that key card and just put it on the ground in front of the door and yeah like, then just, yeah, just tuck like, it on the door fucking gary did it <laughs> like jerry did nimble it. escape uh <laughs> right yeah yoink. i did it <laughs> you write, you write a quick, you write a quick note that says this is the last time you fools will disrespect me ha ha, ha jerry just, and throw it yeah, on the floor we drop it next to the busted yogurt. <laughs> yeah. Jerry loved yogurt. Jerry. So okay, so you run off. Um, Winnegar, let's have let's have you make another religion check to see if you can you can find somewhere uh, a little more likely to uh, get you what you need. Ooh, oh, hell yeah! All right, twenty. So you um yeah you you definitely get it right this time. Uh, you're you were turned around. You realized you needed to go west when you went east. And uh, you you quickly find your way towards the uh, the storerooms uh, of the uh, pyrology department. 
So meanwhile, Torgor and Rhodes. Uh, now you you leave the uh, you leave the precinct that uh, Nimix is in, and are you taking? Are you just are you walking? Or are you going to take the train to get to where where you're going? A more familiar neighborhood. Torgor, what are you feeling? I think we should walk. I don't really want to put Rourke in any more crowded public spaces that we can. I am inclined to agree. Yeah. Okay. So walking it is. Okay. All right. So taking taking the back the back streets. Okay. All right. Um make uh you're you're in a different precinct, different area now. So make another religion check. Uh Rowan. can we and you can oh, okay. yeah, you can have advantage on this if Torgor is gonna help, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, religion, religion, religion. The thing I'm very good at. Nobody big worry. rolls, big rolls, big rolls. Big rolls, big you rolls. Advantage. advantage seven. Ah, Seventeen. There you go. Seventeen's pretty good with no modifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So you um you tell me, what is the what is the is it a front business? Is it like a dumpster you could just chuck them in? <laughs> like what oh. is what does this look like? When you need when you need a place that you can go to like drop off stuff for the Demir. What does this one look like? Is it a front it's, business? Is it, what do you think? Ooh, it's like a really nice cake shop, like a really mm-hmm. innocent looking, like. <laughs> oh, and it would, be, it would be open this late at night, yeah. even if just like temporarily, because there are people here baking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's not it's not open, but when you get there, the smell of baked goods and like there's light coming from the door, which is cracked open a little bit to keep it from getting too hot inside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you you see it. And <laughs> Rourke looks at you and he's like, Cake? Is it my birthday? Yeah. yeah <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, they say about with the anesthesia, you should eat something afterwards because you have, like starve yourself beforehand. So come on, let's let's get you something to eat, bud. Arch treat. And he he nods and he says, "Get that blood sugar up." Yeah, yeah, I could I could go for a cake right now. Mm-hmm. And you you lead him into the uh, into the bakery, and when you do, and you open the door, you hear a voice from the from the uh, the back room uh, that chats like, "Hey, sorry, we're closed right now." Yeah, but I figured you'd probably be able to squeeze us in. And then you hear on the other you hear on the other side like, a, oh, "God damn it!" and like. Some some scuffling, and then from the other room, the door the door opens. You're in the the sort of like little ordering room of the of the bakery. There's some you know baked goods around. I've like stuff. taken a sugar cookie from the other side. <laughs> yeah. So when you you're standing there eating your cookie, and uh, a uh, a goblin comes in from the other room. They're wearing a um, an apron, and um, they have flour all over the front of them, and they they come in from the back, and they they look up and they're like, "I said we're closed. I'm making cakes back here." It, what? Come back in a couple of hours. I can help you then. Oh gosh, there'd probably be like a cool yeah. little. Yeah, I'll leave it up to you to decide phrase. what the cool sign is. Like, what is it? You're like, I think you'll help me now. Mm-hmm. Do the secret handshake. <laughs> kind of... Do the secret handshake. Um, Do, don't we have signet rings in some capacity that like might indicate something? Like, our I mean, it's up, it's up to you guys. Like, yeah. I, it really doesn't matter to me. I don't have anything in mind that's this. Sure. Like, there's probably all kinds of secret. You know, demure signs, so you can decide whatever is one for the one Maybe that works. Maybe they take for you. a number and it scans their signet. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I, I'm sure it's like novels? something like, yeah, I know. I'm sure it's something yeah. like, oh, I'm just here to pick up a cake. My brother's wedding is today. Yeah. Uh, and so, so the the counter sign 
then because they would get like that exact phrase might come up <laughs> so that the countersign is oh i don't have time to make a cake that quickly you know whatever you have on stock is probably the best in the city <laughs> and then yeah and then she she squints and she looks at rourke and she's like you picking up or you dropping off dropping off dropping off and she looks at him and she's like human cargo do I, and the look she gives you is like, do I need to knock him out and tie him up? Like, is he dangerous? Like, what's, what's the deal? Very cooperative, just suggestible. She nods and she looks up at him and she's like, hey, buddy, it's good to see you. You're a little late. I, I could really use some help back here. And, and Rourke looks around and he's like, I, do I, do I work here? And she nods. She's like, that's right. You're my assistant. Uh, your name is, uh, and she looks at Rode like. This is our pal Rourke. Rourke. Ah, my assistant Rourke. Come on, Rourke. I need you to help me need some dough. Let's, let's go. Come on. And, and Rourke like takes the goblin's hand and he looks back at the two of you and he's like, but the dentist said I could have cake. And, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah, well, we're going to go make the cake first. And he he nods and she kind of like pushes him into the back room. And she's like, you just wait in there for me. Find find an apron. And she turns back to you mm-hmm. and she says, what do you want me to do with him? Meaning like, is this an execution? You want me to get rid of the body or is he an no. asset? Bring him he, back. Yeah. He's going to be quite useful. Um, mm-hmm. We have his memories. We can get them to you soon. Um, but he's... Met a few friends, I think, that Demir would like to know about. Mm. And could probably let us know more about deepening that relationship. And she uh, she nods and, uh, and she says, um, we'll see what we can do. The house is very full these days. Lots going on. Mm-hmm. We all have three uncles who come stay with us sometimes. She, uh, she says, uh, I'll make sure he gets where he needs to go. That's all we need. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, yeah, and you, you walk out and Rourke disappears into the apparatus of House Demir. Um, I, turn to, I turn to Torgor and I say, Winnegar is not going to like that we did that. What are you talking about? The mirror's just going to basically rewrite him to be exactly where he was you know no harm no foul if we even ask nicely because we did such a good job they'll even erase the part about them fighting that's not what's going to happen (laughs) oh oh well we'll wait and see how how bad can it get suddenly a lightning just like crashes (laughs) (laughs) rain pouring down how bad could it be (laughs) i grabbed some cupcakes Mm-hmm. I grabbed some cupcakes oh, for give, Tack. Give me some. Oh, give me a red host. velvet one, please. Give me a red. <laughs> yeah, I get. Yeah, red velvet. So wow, disgusting bag. and kind of boring. You know, a bag of cupcakes. I mean, of course, the Rakdos like red velvet, except the way they make it oh is God. different. And yeah. then I go back to the host in the shell, and I spend the entire rest of the time cleaning it. I clean it up. I that's what I yeah. do. You know, Torgor helps. I yeah. anger clean. Yeah, rage clean. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, so you you oh, head back. Cupcakes. By the time by the time you arrive at Host in the Shell, it's 
whatever passes for dawn. The dark gray is becoming lighter gray, though the storm continues to to rage on. Right, like when you arrive, the the gutters of the streets around the um around the host are like full of water, um, and like the lower areas, like you 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 can guarantee that the zonots are like you know, getting flooded. Probably there are sections of the Golgari underground now that are uh, quickly going to become unoccupiable. Uh, and this rain is, is seeming to get worse before it's going to get better. Uh, and so, yeah, you, you, you head up the stairs and into the host and, and begin rage cleaning until the morning staff arrive. Um, so meanwhile, though, uh, Tack and Winnegar, uh, you, uh, you find yourself uh, in the storage uh, facilities of the pyrology department. So mostly there's like, there's a lot of fuel storage here. It's like massive fuel tanks under, um, Nivix where you can, you can draw uh, red mana from to perform your, your various experiments. Um, but there's also parts down here for, uh, for building, uh, various machinery. So it's this huge, well-organized, uh, it's like if you took all of Orc's crap and sorted it and put it on shelves inside instead of leaving it in a big pile outside. Um, I don't think you've ever been here before personally, Winnegar, but with the list in hand, you and Tack can make relatively short work. Um, so the question then becomes, how are you going to get this stuff home, right? You can walk around with a cart and like basically like a grocery store just picking up metal pieces and Same regulators school. and tubes and what have you. Um but yeah, there's there's at least like a crate worth of stuff. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, if we can't take it out, we could try taking it under. Oh, how would that under here? Yeah, you know, like under, under so, everywhere. Yeah. So, are you saying that there's a way that there's like a tunnel under? Probably. There's tunnels everywhere. They have to dispose yeah. of stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do we that. We have to dispose of a lot of dead scientists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, let's load it up and start. Yeah, even if we have to like, I guess Winnegar would say, let's load up like a bunch of like, instead of one big crate, four small boxes and like end up taking two trips, I guess. Because I guess, is it too big for two people to carry? Um, no, if if both of you are carrying like a single wooden crate with all the stuff packed, because you a lot of you have to pack it carefully because there's like fuel cells and like red mana batteries that you have to move around um, to power the incredibly dangerous device. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the two of you could carry it all together in one crate between you uh, if you want. Okay. Yeah, let's do that then. And uh, take it to the underground. Okay. All right. So you, yeah, you load up, you load up the crate, and you you put it up on the uh, on the the thing, and uh, you get it, you get it ready. And I think that as you turn to leave, you don't see, but hear the door to the the lab open. You hear a door to the the facility open up, and you hear uh, a couple of scientists come in, and they're they're having a conversation. Um, so they come in and they stop by the door. And you hear one of them say, um, uh, so he finally did it. And the other one is like, uh, yeah, yeah, I wish he'd, I wish he'd waited till I was at work. I'm soaked. And I was like, eh, well, wet shirt. It's nothing to stand in the way of progress, right? 
And the other one's like, yeah, I bet you Ral's shirt's not real wet right now. And then they both chuckle and head out into the into the stacks to go looking for something. But they're definitely between you and the door. Huh. Uh, do you have, like, magic that can get us out of here? Um, I guess I do, huh? Do I... Um, they're in between us and the door. Yeah, they're they're standing. They're standing kind of in the in the opening, like in the vestibule of this much larger kind of warehouse area. Okay, and we need to get past them to go into the underground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no access to the underground from this room. Uh, once you get out of here, oh, Tack gotcha. ta can probably lead you to somewhere where you can, you know, sneak into the into the underground. Gotcha. Um. Oh shit. I I kind of don't. Uh, uh, Tack. <laughs> pulls a knife out <laughs> okay um oof. okay so i guess we have the same the same idea we're gonna you, have to kill him you you okay that wasn't my idea i was i was <laughs> cool. i was thinking that you you get him in a corner and tie him up or something like that and um yeah um no, I'm getting, I'm reading a no on your face on that one. I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense because they can definitely tell on us if they're still alive. Oh, dang, I've never just like, I've never just like killed someone just because I might get in trouble later, okay? It's not something I do. Yeah, but you could get in trouble now. Does that change anything? Winnegar thinks about it. Yeah, I guess that does change something. Yeah. Oh uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a rough day. Well, rough he's, day new, he's, he, he's like sliding because mm -hmm. it's so easy yeah. now, right? I'm like, a bad boy, I'm a bad sure. boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the great that's a great thing about being neutral is you could become anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's Welcome like, to Ravenloft. <laughs> this is my stream. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so I guess we're going to be real quiet and try to kill these guys. Jesus. Uh, oh my quietly. God. I feel like we're like, are we bonding? bonding. <laughs> so I don't know if we're bonding, but we're going to kill these guys. God, I'm so excited to kill someone with you. This is how you get off the list, Carlos. This is what it takes. <laughs> this is what it takes. Yeah. He's not even aware of that. Like, he's just like, okay, yeah, I, that sounds right. Like, yeah. You know, pay for it later. Pay for it later, yeah. or pay if for it now. If we can't sneak past him and we can't distract him, we're gonna have to kill him. Yeah, I mean that seems like a reasonable plan. <laughs> so what is what is Fireball! that? Fireball! <laughs> oh god! Oh, no. <laughs> this is possibly the worst place you could cast that spell. <laughs> My heart rate just shot. Right, Tor I'm Torgor and Road. You hear cool even from all the way across Ravnica, you hear a terrible explosion as all of Nivix is launched into space <laughs> like a rocket. <laughs> Yeah, he makes the fireball joke, and Tack is just sitting there drinking rocket fuel like an icy. <laughs> it's just like oh, nice. <laughs> okay, um, uh, 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 why don't you go that way and get that guy, and I'll go this way and get the other guy, and we'll we'll flank him from each side. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so walk me walk me through this. We haven't uh, we haven't. They don't know you're here yet. You've just had this like hushed conversation. They're a little ways away. They're standing by the door talking. Uh, and what walk walk me through what each of you does leading up to like when they they realize you're here. So Winnegar, 
uh, you and uh, Tech hunker down. Yeah, I want to like sneak over mm -hmm. and like kind of like just. I'm actually just like. I'm assuming I will go second. Like, oh, let's see how it's done. How do you stab someone to death? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. Because he does have a dagger. Okay. All right. Um, I, I 100% am going to like stealth up to this dude. Okay. All right. So I want to like, I want to stealth, but like along the bottom shelf. Yeah. Make it, know? make a stealth. I'm imagine it's like an archive. Yeah. Make a stealth shelves. roll attack. Uh, Don't let me down. Ooh, that's Big not ball. great. That Big is ball. not great. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's see, because they're just Ooh, boy. okay. All right, so you start sneaking towards them, and get on my stuff. Yeah, you are you're like along the edge of a, a a shelf, and I think that um yeah, you go to peer around the corner. Maybe your elbow knocks a um like an aerosol can that's like up on one of the shelves and it falls on the other side of the shelf right so it's leaning up if you're on this side you bump the shelf and it falls off this side and one of the two uh vidalkin uh that are on the other side they look up one of them looks up and he's like what the hell was that and the other one's like i didn't hear anything and he's like i'm gonna go check oh, it out and it's about one to of them get real birds of prey in here one of them starts walking over to where the can fell off the shelf you can see walking towards you so if you're if you're like here, I'm gonna I'll I'll draw a quick diagram up here. But if like oh, I hate it. here's the shelf that you're behind, right? If you're over here I'm, hiding I'm behind in, it. I'm on the bottom shelf. Yeah, down to the bottom. Uh okay. there's a shelf here. Uh these are those like two-sided shelves, kind of like at a library where like if you pull the book, you can see through them or whatever. Uh the the can fell on the other side, and the Vidalkin is coming towards you kind of from here, right? Coming up this way. From oh, okay. From yeah, and then the exit is directly behind him. And then his friend is like further, kind of further back. I want to, I want to lure him down to like the bottom shelf to look in there. Yeah. Okay. How do you do that? I don't know. Like uh, probably sound. Yeah. So like, so like back out of the shelf a little bit and just like, like drag my nails across the, the metal part a little just to like make him look okay yeah so he you watch you see his feet as he walks over to where the can is and he looks over and he's like he says some fell off the shelf and uh, the other guy's like yeah that happens and he's like nah, i don't know and he, he crouches down because he hears he's like here's a sound he's like something i think something's under here and he like crouches down to look under the under the shelf what are you gonna do Adam, we both know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I want you, I want to hear you say it. I want to use my parfait spoon on his eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you lunge out and you want to slash him in the eyes and try to try to like blind him. Okay, yeah. all right. So uh, make a uh, make an attack roll. Am I hidden? Uh, yes. It oh feels, yeah, definitely. Yep. Feels very sneaky. Oh, That's oh no! Oh no! <laughs> okay, so you 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 lunge at him. He's he's fast, uh, and he, he like pulls back and he shouts in surprise. Right? He's like ah! And the other guy's like, "What's going on?" And he 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 shouts, "There's something in here!" And the other guy, you see him turn, and I think Winnegar, you see this because you're you know you're hidden elsewhere. Uh, you see the guy by the door turn, and there's an there's an alarm that he's he's like looked at, and he's gonna like lunge for it. What do you want to do? 
Uh, I'm going to rush him and stab him with my dagger. I, I'm holding the dagger with my right hand and like supporting it with my left hand. I'm going, <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so you want to you wanna run over and try to stop him from, from hitting the alarm? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because that was my guy. That was the guy I was supposed to be watching the entire time to like stab. Yeah. My God. Okay. Uh, what, you, what, am I, what do I even roll? <laughs> so it, it depends. Like, Here's the thing. If you want to try to stab him, you're going to have to stab him a bunch of times before he's dead. I figure probably what you want to do is grapple him so he can't get to the alarm. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So make a make an attack roll. You have advantage because you were up until this moment hidden from him. Okay. Um, and you can you can attack with I don't know if you have a like an unarmed attack set up already. I don't you probably have an don't. Okay. Yeah. So uh, your unarmed attack would be. A D twenty plus three. So you can just roll okay. it. Yeah, just roll. It. Yeah, I'll just roll a D. We'll add three to that. Ooh, a twenty. Hot damn. Twenty. That's... Nice. I'm so good at killing people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this, oh, no. this guy as Winnegar comes comes flying out from from the darkness like a like a blue bolt of lightning. This <laughs> other this other Vidakin looks up like, oh no! That's and weird. then you you crash into him and you you grab him. The two of you are wrestling yeah. and you you have a pretty firm gra- uh, grip on him. Uh, him balsamic the hedgehog. This guy, <laughs> this guy, the other one that was looking at Tech turns. He sees you, uh, Winnegar, and he shouts, "Hey!" and runs over to to go and try to help. Uh, so Tech, do you want to do you want to do something? You see this other one turn around and focus his attention on Winnegar. Adam, we both know what I want to do. <laughs> Climb up that bad boy's back. Get it. <laughs> I'm gonna bonus action disengage. What? Okay. And, All right. Uh, and just, just, just disappear the in the shadows. <laughs> okay. You're gonna leave me? <gasps> okay. So, so Tack, may, maybe Whittinger, you expect you expect Tack to to come to your head, but we just see beady little eyes staring out behind the shelf that recede into the darkness, <gasps> and, and Tack Tack disappears. Now. Let's tack make a stealth roll, and this is not for for me. Okay. This is Hopefully to see if Winnegar notices you disappear, or if Tack just doesn't show up. Okay, all right, Winnegar, can you make a perception check? Come on, this is going to be very complicated. Come on, bud. Another net twenty. Another net twenty. Another no. thirteen. Okay, 13. so Winnegar, you don't you don't notice Tack slipping away, but. Tack definitely doesn't doesn't come to your aid. So you're you're wrestling with this guy. This other guy comes running over. Uh, his his gauntlet, his museum gauntlet, is is crackling with electricity, and he he lunges to grab you uh, with it to try to try to tase you. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll to see if he does, see if he does. I said I was sorry during break, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. Shocking grass. Okay, here we go. And his to hit with magic is plus seven. Okay. What's your armor class, uh, Winger? Uh, 15. Okay. He's an eight or lower. 
Does he get it? Okay, he yep. did not. So he gets a 19 uh, total. No. Yep, got a 12 plus 7. He he grabs you and you feel uh, a jolt of uh, a, a jolt of electricity flow through you. Uh, let me see what level is he? Spellcaster. Uh, oh, he is a level. Uh, nope, that's the other guy. Oh, it's just an eight. Okay. All right. So you're going to take 2d8 lightning damage. Okay. So you take nine, nine lightning damage. Uh, and you can't take reactions till the start of your, your next turn. So you're just like stunned for a second as lightning courses through you. Um, what are you, what are you going to do? Winnegar, you just got zapped. Um, <laughs> nothing like watching um, three Vidalcan scientists have a fist fight. <laughs> No. <laughs> There's a lot of like slap at each other. Um, I assume Tax still there, so I'm still committed to this. Mm-hmm. Like Tax gonna jump in anytime uh, and help me out. So uh, well, move, Cotton. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick in the fight. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, what does what does yeah. that look like? You've got you got the one guy grappled, so he can't get to the button. The other guy seems more interested in in uh, disabling you personally. Um, what do you What do you do? You got you got all the all the actions normally available to you. Um, do... make it one on one, man. It, you can't beat him two on one. I don't know how to make it one on one. The jugular. The problem. The problem is the Winnegar is terrible with a knife, so yeah. like yeah. there is no cool assassin move here. Yeah. He did roll. I do want to advocate. He did roll a nat twenty on the grapple. I don't know if that gives him. The any dude is benefit. very grappled. He definitely <laughs> can't. Maybe can't maybe hit that's that why so grappled. Extremely right grappled. Yeah. <laughs> um. Winnegar's got this. I believe in you, Winnegar, and I know for a fact that you have plenty of spell slots. I, I, I none of them that I can cast here and not pull myself up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like so be it. I fireball the floor at my feet. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is when we find out if Winnegar's a planeswalker. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, explain a lot. Yeah, I guess I'm going to. I, I, yeah, I think he would, like just in character. He's gonna keep trying the dagger. He's gonna try to stab. Like even though it's not the best move or whatever. Yeah, sure. He came in. He came in to assassinate this one guy, and he's getting shocked. And like he's going to like the guy he's grappled. He's gonna try to push the knife down on him. Okay, all right. So you can you can make make an attack roll. Um, I'll give you because you got a crit on your grapple. I'll give you an advantage. Okay. <laughs> So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Big eleven. You you poke at him ineffectually. Not so easy, is it? <laughs> oh man. Pretty and, heckin' uh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh so uh yeah, you you poke the guy with the, the knife. The guy that you're wrestling with, he gets an arm free and he he slams his hand into your chest. Uh, I need you to make a saving throw. Uh, let's see here. Worst case scenario, you just go back to jail and your dad bails you out again. You're fine. <laughs> Is it jail? Isn't a resorious jail though? That's right. It's true. Um, right. So, Constitution save, uh, DC 15, please. 
Big money. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Twenty-two. All right. So you take. I think you take half damage, and you don't get pushed ten feet. So eight. Okay. Uh, so you take another six damage, six thunder damage. Uh, and then let's roll galvanic overcast. Uh, so roll a die. Looking for odd or even here, so it's an odd number. Uh, okay, so he also takes some force damage. Nice. Okay, alright. Uh, yeah, so he's gonna take some damage, you take some damage. You manage to hold on. There's a, a boom as he tries to like throw you off. That doesn't work. The other guy is gonna just keep shocking grasping you. So, let's see that. So he's just shouting like, nope, nope. So... <laughs> Laurel. You know what? He yes. got a he got a one. Let's let's introduce an like an opportunity for you. So Winnegar, this guy comes in with his gauntlet to try to grab you, and he, he lunges for you. You pull out of the way. There's a crackling in the air. You notice something about his gear isn't to, isn't totally squared away. He's made a mistake in like crafting or adjusting the something about his museum gauntlet uh, that you can take advantage of. What is it? What what is the like? What's the mistake that he made, and and how does it advantage you? Uh, he didn't insulate the the power tube, mm-hmm. uh, the tube that like actually like. So it's not like on like it's not like it's still powering the gauntlet fine. Yeah, but like uh, if it were to be crossed or like touch his skin at any point, it would shock him back. Right. Uh, so the yeah. the insulation on the wiring has worn thin, and he should have replaced it. And you notice like little sparks coming off of it. Okay. All right. Uh, well, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to grab that with um, my shocking grasp and like try to light them up. Oh yeah, like, yeah, to, yeah. Like, overload and light them up. So you you reach up and like basically grab his hand and then yeah. shunt electricity back through the gauntlet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So make uh make your make your attack roll, but it's with shocking grasp, so it's much easier for you. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Twenty one. Okay. All right. Um, so go ahead and roll, roll damage. And then I'll roll some extra damage for the, uh, thing. Oh, oh. You, sh- you should just be able to click on the name of the spell in, oh. in the chat okay. log rather than in your, your character. Gotcha. Again. Click on the actual. Yeah. Where it says shocking grass plus five. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. So he takes nine lightning damage and let's throw in another, let's say he will just treat it as if he shocking grasped himself. So another 2d8, another 9. Okay, so he he lets out a yelp of surprise and pain and, like, staggers back. And he pulls his hand away from you. His gauntlet is smoking, and he's, like, breathing hard. And the other guy, you're still wrestling with him, and he's he's trying to shock you, and the two of them are fighting. This guy, when he staggers back, he looks, and he he sees the... Um, like, he's stunned. We'll give him a round where he's stunned. He sees the alarm, and you can see that he's going to try to run for it. Oh my god. The guy that's holding you, he's gonna try to uh he's gonna try to break break free, basically. So um can you roll an athletics or acrobatics check? Yeah. Oh, you roll. got it, you got it, bud. You got it. So many rolls. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, four. four. All right, well, then, I got a seven. So he he breaks buddy. free from your grasp. He's gonna move to the wall. You get an attack of opportunity if you one, you can try to knife him in the back as he runs. Yeah, I, I this one guy is only gonna get a knife. Like okay. that's the, everyone else will get whatever, but this one guy is okay, only gonna so you, get a knife. You slash at him with your left hand because you got your spells going in your right hand. So you slash out at him with your left hand as he turns to run. Uh, so yeah. go ahead and make make that attack roll. 
Uh, you get a 14, so that hits. 14. Yeah, roll damage. Hits. Okay. <laughs> Three. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, you scrape his back gently <laughs> as he staggers. Uh, he staggers over to the wall, and he grabs the, the handle of the alarm, and he yanks it down, and immediately you hear uh, intruder alert, intruder alert, brr, 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 and there's like uh, an alarm going off. And uh, and now everybody knows there's an intruder in the pyrology department. Um, uh, way to go, Winnegar. So, Winnegar, it's your turn. Uh, this guy is, for now, temporarily stunned by his his uh, gauntlet shorting out. Uh, okay. What are you What are you going to do? Get out of there. Roll out oh, the yeah. door as they slowly close. Like it, it is... Don't forget your Indiana Jones hat. <laughs> it is completely off right now. Like, I am not an assassin. Uh, I have failed completely. <laughs> like, th- there's no way out of here. Like, oh, crap. This is, oh, no. And I, I just yell for Tack. I'm like, yes, oh, so sad. <laughs> <Tack>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, I want to go. Um, Oh, I can't leave Tack behind. So, like, I have to. There's go. yeah. There's but the thing is, there's only as far as you know, there's only one exit from from this place, oh, which is like right okay. in front of you. Again, as far as you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so I just want to like call for Tack. Leave and, me, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna uh, use some sorcery points mm-hmm. uh, and dimension door uh, as far away from them as possible. Um, okay. So. I don't know where that would be. It's five. It's five hundred feet, and I think it it applies to like you can go anywhere within five hundred feet that you've seen before. I don't think you have to actually like see it right now. Let me let me look. Um, <gasps> I know where we want to go. Using dimension door. Yeah. Okay. Let's double check. So dimension and door. I'm, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna think out loud, and uh, I'm not actually doing this, but how? I wonder what my teammates would feel like if I. Cause I'm not going to make it out of this entire shop. Like I'm not going to make it out of this is out of the, is it league, whatever with dimension door, right? No, I'll it's five. Like, yeah. 500 feet. Yeah. You can go uh, Could any, I, anywhere within 500 feet that you can visualize describe by stating distance or direction or C. I think I know what you're going to say. And if it's true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Could I dimension door into that, that room that we shut down with that, fire thing that was oh, in there that got taken that, out with is, foam. Is that thing within 500 feet? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's still the same department. Yeah, same somewhere. department. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I because that would be the last place they would look uh, for me because I'm not going to make it out because chances are like a whole bunch of people are going to be coming to this one area. Yes, um, yeah. The there the pyrology department has like special guards. What are they called? Uh, scorch bringers. <laughs> so yeah, this. <laughs> The Scorchbringer guard is going to show up and and deal with you soon. So wizards, get on that. That's not a great name. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to dimension door into that room. Okay, uh, and just try to make it through the night till I can use that spell again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're going to use. I got to roll a. I roll a d20 here real quick. Okay. All right. So the spell works uh, as you intend, but you notice. The there's something funny about the way the spell feels. Uh, oh. it, it works like normal, but you open the door, you step into it, and in that instant between, normally it's a kind of like ear popping like feeling. Um, but you come out the other side feeling like 
funny. Like something didn't work exactly the way it was supposed to. You end up where you are, where you wanted to go and, and everything, but something about the spell feels off. Uh, and you, you come through on the other side and you realize that your whole body is covered in um, goosebumps. Um, and so you, you step out and <laughs> So you step into this room, and it's that same room as before. It's a circular room with the fire pit in the middle. There's a big, like, lava rock statue of a vaguely humanoid shape with its fists up on the door. The door is bent slightly. And in the room, there are three guys in hazmat suits hosing the statue down. And so you just oh, no. you just whoop, <laughs> appear, and the guys in the suits turn like, what the hell? I guess, what the hell? As they see you just, like, appear in the room. Oh, no. Oh Meanwhile, uh, we cut to we cut to Tack. So, Tack, you, uh, I guess the question is, like, you, you, you slipped away when things, when things went uh, a little south. What, what have you, what do you do when we cut back to you? Where are you? What are you doing? Um, you got the, like, crate up on your back? Because that's yeah. how you feel that we can carry little, it. Little D&D peddler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> um... I'm looking for those Gol- Golgari symbols. Yeah, so you want to try to you want to try to get out of here uh, and get to a, an entrance to the underground. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So you can see the two the two Vidalkin. The one uh one of them is is like shaking his arm, and he's like, "That bastard overloaded my gauntlet." And the other one's like, "I, I didn't recognize him. He's not from Pyrology. Who do you think that was?" And he uh, he's like. Pfft. Some competitor, I'm sure, from another department. <laughs> the Scorchbringers will get him. And uh, the other one's like, I'm sure they will. Are you okay? And he, he puts his hand up on the other guy's face. And the guy's like, oh God, I'm fine. And, yeah, right? And he, like, pushes his arm away. He's like, I'm fine. Stop fussing over me. And he's just like, I just, I worry about you. And he's like, stop it. I don't need you to baby me right now. Uh, and the two of them are having that conversation. Do you want to try to sneak out of the room? Like, they're not looking they're at the door. Them. They're in love. You can't kill them. <laughs> Do what I want. Uh, yeah, I am sneaking out. Yeah. Okay. All right. So make a uh, make a make a stealth check. Oh God. Now I'm gonna go to is it jail? I deserve that. <laughs> How are you rolling so poorly? <laughs> I don't know, Adam. How am I? I don't know. You have a plus ten. <laughs> Why don't you share your macro with me? So just let me all know. A thirteen minus ten is a three. Um. Oh. Oh. Well, you rolled a twenty-nine. Yeah, see, it's really easy. I can roll any number I want. <laughs> see, easy. Okay. Well, we rolled a five hundred and sixty. Oh so, man! So I think the the issue here is that you, when you have your when you have your your crate up on your back, it's like your balance is off. You um, so you you wobble slightly, and you bump into you bump into a shelf. And the two of them, I think they look up and the one with the, the gauntlet is like, I'm going to go check it out again. And the other one is like, no, you've done enough. Let security handle it. And then he nods and he says, okay, ah, we can just lock him in here anyway. And the two of them uh, go outside towards the exit. Uh, cool. They stand, they're standing in the doorway, right? Cool. And you see one of them walk over and reach up and pull a switch, and then the door slams shut. And all the lights go off. Yeah. And now you're in the dark. I mean, you can see, but... Yeah, tax season is just like, frankly, I deserve this. <laughs> Perfect. Jump back to Winnegar. Winnegar, three, three techs who are, like, hosing down this weird. They see you. 
and they turn, what are you going to do? I'm picturing the guys from Monsters 8. Yeah. That's all I was picturing the entire time. Those guys, those conta- uh, contaminant guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Oh my God. Well, this would really screw me, but I, I have more sorcery points, but like then I'd be done. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. if I get it, if this doesn't. <laughs> what? Take them on? No, no, spend them all. Yeah, you could fireball all three of them. They're standing pretty close together. Or you could just dimension door again. Yeah, I'm going to have to dimension door again, but then I'm, I have no sorcery points. No, no fourth level spells. No second level spells. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what about got... invisibility? Uh-huh. That's a th- that's a second level. Yeah, but you could use sorcery points to get that right. I mean, I, I'm still stuck in a room Ooh. with these guys. Yeah, so if you, you suddenly disappear, chances are pretty good they're not gonna be like, oh well, must have been the wind. <laughs> they don't take our toys. Thing. Yeah, they Do you have enough left for a single dimension door and invisibility? Yes. That's all you need. Those not for invisibility, people. just a not for both. Door. No. What about disguise? I got disguise self. A, I have disguise self. That's a cantrip, right? For you, as Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so the equivalent. Door. Here's the thing, though. If you just if you disguise cast self. disguise self, it's like me going like, "Hi, everybody. It's me, your friend Adam." Now it's not Adam. And you're like, I saw you take your glasses off, man. I saw you. Yeah. Dimension door and then disguise self. Well, I can, so what yeah. spell slots do you have still? Um. Like Please I have two fireball. for, I have, I could cast magic missile, disguise self, sleep, Perfect. fireball, uh, and I have four sorcery points left. I mm. totally, I think dimension door and then disguise self, like immediately. Try to, try to yeah. slip out. That's right. what yeah, I'm that's thinking. What I yeah. I think that's the best bet. Just hopefully now this time <laughs> a place that's a little less populous. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, dimension door into like one of the cubicles one of those empty cubes yeah. uh and then quickly disguise self uh before i pop out before i pop out just in case there's anyone else like i should really learn by from my mistakes so that's what i'm going to try to do you're gonna have is, so uh, many goosebumps on the other side of the store yeah oh yeah goosebumps i forget i don't have time to figure <laughs> out what that so means, you want to so. dimension dimension door again <laughs> yeah okay dimension door again uh get back because somewhere in that room that I came out of, um, not came out of, but um, that we, the first room that we came into when we went into the pyro uh, department. Like where you got like just outside this room into the, yeah, the little, just like, office area? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so let me roll here real quick. One, yes, a one. Oh dear. Uh, okay, all right. So. Is that good or bad? That's. It's complicated. So you, uh, you, you cast Dimension Door, right? You, you're like, see you later, guys, and you jump into the portal with the expe- expectation that you will appear elsewhere, um, out in the in the offices, right? But what happens instead is you see when you jump through, you see that you feel that same like, oh, this isn't right. Everything kind of like tilts across some kind of interdimensional axiom, and you end up somewhere totally different. And I think you see several flashes of strange scenes before you end up where you end up. So first you're standing on a plane that seems to be made out of jagged black glass. It's all you can see in every direction. This like strange kind of HR Giger painting, like bio material that you're standing on. 
there's no sun or or moon in the sky, but there are strange kind of alien creatures moving uh, all around you, like large and small at a distance. One of them looks up uh, with this kind of, again, like elongated head in it. It raises its claws and like rubs them together. And then you disappear, right? This vanishes. And again, everything kind of like rotates slightly and you appear in a field. So you're standing in a grassy field. Grass comes up to your knees. A huge blue sky. This is the biggest wilderness area you've ever seen in your whole life. It's like a park that goes on forever. In one direction, you can see uh, these like massive, beautiful mountains. Again, biggest mountains you've ever seen. You have an instant and intense sense of agoraphobia. And next to you, there are uh, three young women in like togas. Uh, they have their hair done up and they're wearing um, like leaves in their hair and they're having a picnic and they look up and one of them screams and then you disappear again. Right. So everything shifts and rearranges. Then suddenly you're standing knee deep in a snow drift and you're watching uh, a group of uh, of warriors wearing like animal furs and they seem to be like fighting. And then that flickers, shifts, everything spins again and you're dumped out into an alley in in Ravnica somewhere and you immediately just like fall to your knees and just puke up your guts. Uh so yeah, you just you've no idea where you are. You recognize Ravnica, you feel that sudden sense of like, whoop, we're home, and then bleh, you just barf into an alley. Um so all of that happens over the course of like very quickly, and then you don't end up where you thought you were gonna end up. You end up somewhere and then yeah, total, total confusion. Uh meanwhile <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Tack, you are locked in an is it vault. What are you going to do? I don't know, Adam. Today hasn't gone the way I thought it would. It really hasn't, yeah. <laughs> what do I know about this room? What can I see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you are uh, you're limited to a, a field of view of about sixty feet in any given direction, right? Because that's your dark vision. Um, but so I assume can, I've been all around this room. Yeah, you can see you've parts. looked around. Um, Literally, it's it's like a it's a storeroom for a lab that works predominantly with fire. So um, there are rows of shelves that go just just below the ceiling. Right. So just high enough that an average humanoid could reach up and and take something down from them. There are, uh, of course, stools and like ladders and stuff for goblins to climb up and do the thing. Um, So there's all that. Um, There's the materials in the room. Uh, You know that most of the stuff in this room is either about causing fire or exploding or channeling explosions or fire. Um, There's air coming and going from the room, right? Because you're not, you you can feel it. There's air moving. So some kind of ventilation. And then there's a big metal door, which is the only normal entrance or exit to the room. Yeah, a big metal door that is designed to contain fire. Uh, But... You said there was air moving. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I dropped the crate, obviously. Yep. But I'm going to find this ventilation. Mm hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Make an investigation check. (sighs) Neat. Use all 12 of my intelligence. (laughs) Cool. Oh my God. Oh my God. What, what a split. What a split. It's a, <laughs> it's a wonderful We're just two. cleaning up the host in the shell, like getting the cupcakes mm-hmm. off the ceiling. Like, yep. man. Scraping the cupcakes <laughs> really off the ceiling. Time. What's crazy is that two minus one is one, <laughs> and yeah. a 21 plus one, well, minus one is 20. Like, <laughs> if yeah. only, you know, it's, it's, what a wonderful spread. 
Um, <laughs> really, it's just the whole chaos plateau in one roll. Is, um, so here's the wow. thing, uh, Tech. You you do find uh, you find a a ventilation um, uh, like port basically. Uh, it's set low to the low to the floor. Um, it's you know we'll use the goblin measurement. It is big enough for you to jam your head in, so the rest of you would would fit if you get the panel off the front. Um, but looking inside, there is a thin field of red mana that is blocking the 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 tunnel from you. There's this this little a force field basically just like glowing and and flickering right right between there and it seems like it's blocking the the tunnel. Now you could try to like squeeze through it, but there's no way you're getting the crate out of here and yeah, it looks like it's Then instead, I'm going to take my notes. Mhm. Take the arrest papers. Uh have Atrax make a web. Nice. And then tell Atrax to get them to my mom. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So Atrax, for folks who may not remember or know, is a spider. Um, and just like a slightly bigger than normal spider, right? Yeah. Orb weaver. Okay. Um, orb weaver. So here's the thing. So you've got Atrax in your hand. And you're like, okay, web these up and take them, buddy. But then there's there's still this little like energy field. Um, separating you and do I know anything about this type of energy? Like, can I make an arcana figure check? Out a way to dis- disrupt it? Yeah, make an arcana. arcana. <laughs> it's some I is it? Not. It's some is it bullshit? I don't know. I'll ask. I'll ask Atrax's advice. What do you think? Um, Atrax doesn't have any means of communicating their their thoughts to you. Um, Good talk, buddy. So I think you just yeah you get a quizzical look from the from the spider in your hand. Um, I, I want to get one of those old people grabby thingies. I'm sh- I know there's one in here. <laughs> the the sticks. Yeah, grab sure. Things off shelves. Yeah, okay. I know it's in here. Yep. So when you go uh, you go back it. to the shelves to go looking yeah. for one, you can hear a conversation uh, on the other side of the on the other side of the door. Um, there's some noise. And there's like somebody talking on the, some, a group of people talking on the other side of the door. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, you yeah I'll go t- to the shelves and you find a yeah. grabby arm. Uh, yeah, and I uh, I would like to prod the red thing to see if it melties. If it doesn't melty. Uh, okay. All right. So you um you take the, the little arm and you you put it into the field. Uh, yeah. it crackles slightly and there's like ripples coming off the field, but it doesn't it doesn't melt the the metal arm of the little grabber. I want to touch the grabber. Is it like, does it hurt me to touch nope. it? No, it's okay. cool to the touch. Uh, I want to put something else in the grabby and put it through the field. Such as? I don't know. Something disposable. Maybe like, uh, if there's any like um, manifest papers or freight papers or cardboard. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So something, like... something uh, made of carbon, something organic. Yeah, could... so you just tear, tear like a paper label off a bottle yeah, that's on the yeah, shelf. Like, somebody will figure out what this is. So yeah, yeah, you tear the label off and you hold it in the grabber. Yeah, when you put that through the field, it just turns to dust. Just okay, then I'll tell Atrax to just hide in the ventilation. Yeah, there's enough space get, between the yeah. vent cover and the field. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell her to just hide in the shaft. And when they come to arrest me, find a way out to get that stuff to my mom. 
Okay. Yeah. So you fold the paper up as small as you can. You can get. Atrox makes a little spider backpack out of it and puts it up on her back, and then crawls up into the vent and hides. And then you put the the thing back on. And then what do you do? You just wait for them to come in. Yeah, I'll just like hang out by the door, just like ah, you got me. <laughs> okay. Excellent. All right. So, uh, Winnegar, uh, cut to uh, cut back to you. Uh, for you, everything is blurry. You can feel the rain hitting the back of your neck and your head. You're like on your knee, hands and knees in a, in an alley somewhere. And uh, the the thing that brings Ain't you that the truth, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the thing that brings you back okay. from from the the nauseous confusion that you're in. Um, you hear you hear a, a voice. Um, you hear a voice say, uh, "Hey, hey, are you okay?" Uh. I want to turn around to see where that voice is coming from. I want to look for where that voice is coming from. Okay. So you you turn and uh, you you see you see below. Uh, I guess at, at foot level, you see a uh, a pair of uh, leather boots uh, and the hem of uh, the hem of a, a cloak. And as your eyes travel up, you maybe you maybe you mistake this person at a glance for a member of the Azorius. Uh, he has, uh, he has armor on, uh, you can see that there are plates on his, um, what's the part of the armor that protects your shin called? I can never remember, but he's got the like, shin guard. there's like, there's a special fancy armor name for it. I'm a bad sure. dungeon master. I can't remember, but yeah, so it's, it's like silver armor, uh, with gold, um, like gold edging. Uh, he has this deep blue cloak around his shoulders. He has a, a breastplate on that's of the same kind of like shiny, uh, armor, uh, and then as you continue up, he's got uh, like a very square jaw. He has long black hair, but it's in a it's in a braid and he has big, big, bushy sideburns. And you notice that he's got uh, at his side or maybe on his. No, it's on his back. It's sheath. He's got a big like, great sword uh, on his back. And so when you look up, the first thing your brain thinks is like Azorius. And he, he's looking down and he's like, are you are you OK? Oh, uh, yeah, just got a little queasy there for a second, but, um, I'll be fine. Um, thanks, buddy. Um, he he puts his hand out, uh, and he says, uh, let me, let me help you up. Um, okay, thanks, thanks. Uh, I grab his hand and, um, stand up. Yeah, okay, so he helps you, helps you do this to his, to, to your feet, and he, uh, he says, uh, you, uh, you do that a lot? Pop in out of nowhere like that. Oh, uh, pop in out of nowhere? No, I'm, I'm, I, I was just around here. And, uh, uh, what did you, you saw, and did he, you see? He nods. Okay. Yeah, he nods and he like, you know, pulls his cloak uh, around his shoulders. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I heard a noise. And then all of a sudden there you were. Yeah, I mean, some okay. So here's an here's a question. Yeah, sure. Some people have to have powers, right? Like people have powers. People know people have powers. Yeah, that's they're they're spe- like wh- sp- casting spells and like wizards yeah, and stuff. That's like, a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to kind of take that approach. Of just like, like, oh yeah, still still trying to get the hang of all this stuff. I've not, um, you know, had had a couple. I don't know. I haven't done this much. Yeah, and he he kind of like pat like straightens your 
straightens your clothes and and he uh he says uh yeah yeah this place is uh he looks around it's a little confusing wait what <laughs> yeah when you say that he says um he says i just got here myself you uh you gonna be okay i've got i think jester's like i got stuff i gotta take care of get his yeah. number what get, get his number <laughs> yeah so like that like i perk up on is like i just got here myself like yeah he just popped in what popped in um yeah i just got in myself too um really strange right can you <laughs> can you make a deception roll please i just want to yeah. see i want to see if he falls <laughs> for this, <laughs> this shtick okay like I really want big you to rolls, make this roll. Big rolls. It's a three. Oh my god! The one plus two to give us a three. Oh, oh no! What is oh. happening to us? I'd oh, like to gosh. vote for this episode to not be canon. <laughs> <laughs> I every, like... every campaign gets a mulligan episode. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Speak well, on I, your I, team behalf. Our yeah, team did great. Our team handled it. Yeah, yeah. it's very handled. <laughs> So he he looks at you, he looks at you, kind of looks you up and down, and he chuckles, and uh, and he says, uh, "Oh, <laughs> that's not quite what I meant, but you know what? Don't worry about it." And he slaps you like a little too hard, like yeah, just slaps you in the back a little too hard, and you like stumble forward, and uh, and he uh, he says, uh, "Well, stay out of trouble, kid," and he he turns around and he he goes to walk away. Keep it, keep it sleazy. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. What I'm <laughs> like, yeah. Is that Winnegar or Carlos? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Yeah, why and we we see this guy. He pulls his hood up and he, he disappears into the uh, into the crowd. Um, and then where do you what do you do, Winnegar? You, you're in an unfamiliar neighborhood. You're not like lost. It's hard to be lost in Ravnica because you can you know find a major street if you walk far enough. But yeah, do you want where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Um, yeah, I want to find out where I am, where, where I shot to. So like okay. go into a local store. And- yeah. 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 So you, you walk out of the alley and, and out into the street and the, the morning crowd, like people have started to wake up, they're headed to the trains to go to their various jobs. And yeah, you're, you find a street corner, right? Where you check the signs and you squint and way off in the distance, you can see the storm over top of uh, Nivix. You, you've managed to somehow teleport yourself like several miles away. Uh, at, at least a dozen train stops from, from Nivix. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, okay. So that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Fair. What, what the hell just happened? Okay. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. One, um, one Red Bull and uh, I'll take one of those uh, snowballs <laughs> over there. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks. And mm-hmm. I'm going to get to walking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Try right. to head back to the uh, the host. Okay. All right. So you head back through the rain to uh, head to the host in the shell. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think the, I think the last, the last scene is the, um, is the, uh, the door to it's darkness or it's a dark room and it's tack standing kind of out in the open in this, this dark room, the room smells of, of ozone and finally, the security door cracks open and a beam of a very narrow beam of light comes into the room, illuminates Tack. And as it opens, we see the silhouette of several scorch, uh, scorch guards like point their flamethrower at you. And we hear someone say, don't move. 
and uh, and they they move forward to to arrest Tack and uh, take Tack, Tack just away. holds their hands out yeah. <laughs> the same way they always do when they're arrested. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> baby. <laughs> hey guys, I like to say like just as like a recap to or not a recap, but like a small like yeah. rewind to before standing in front of the door. Sure. I did want to knock a whole bunch of stuff off the shelves and turn over the crate so they can't tell what we were trying to do. Yeah, see. totally. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You definitely you definitely right, would right. have had time uh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> just want to vandalize everything and then also, just be like, they, I'm a goblin. <laughs> now they can't light it on fire without exploding everybody. That's true. And they will because it's probably a fireproof door. So they probably light it on fire and then close the door. <laughs> yeah. So you've, you've thrown stuff around everywhere to help obfuscate your trail. Okay. All right, cool. Well, uh, Tack will end up having a conversation with some Is It Security uh, on our next episode. I think we'll close like it I'm there. I'm in jail every three episodes. Yeah, seriously, it's required that you're in. You've been in jail. <laughs> you've been in two different guild jails so far. Let's just keep getting you into more guild jails until I'm you have them all jail. covered. <laughs> Perfect. Cool, cool. All right, well, let's do, let's do some shout outs and we'll, uh, we'll call it a day. Um, Carlos, why don't you start? Hey everyone, my name is Carlos Luna. You can find me on all social media under Carlos Crits. Uh, you can, this is my current thing right now uh, where you can find me. You can also find me on Roll20's uh, YouTube page. I do videos for them weekly. Um, a lot of cool, got a new video coming out next week. Uh, I think next week, yeah. So yeah, that's what I got going on. Cool, cool. Uh, up above, plain road, Kitty May, do it. Hi, I'm Katie May. You can find me at Twitter at OKKatieMay. Um, you should come and listen to Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice, where I DM a group of uh, lovely women comedians through um, a homebrew setting. We've had a lot of transplants from Jay Spiller and Must Die to my show, and all of them love it. So you could be you could be one of those those happy. Just please listen to my show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, start with season one. Just, just do it. Do uh, it. And <laughs> uh, we just finished up C2E2, so I'm taking a break for a while. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got going on. Nice. Nice, nice. Thank you. Uh, over on this side, Masood, take it away. Hey, y'all. You can find me on the internet, on Instagram and Twitter at Maroodboy, M-A-H-R-U-D-E-B-O-I. Um, the only account that I follow is Bang Energy, so that's all you need to know about me. Uh, that's it. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, you can find me here at this time playing uh, Jay Spell and Mastai. You can also find me on Monday uh, evenings uh, on Adam Coble's channel playing um, Swyhander Eat the Rich. Um, yeah, some weird stuff happened at the end of the last episode that at first <laughs> was very tough to accept, and now I'm like, this is good content. Um, and <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the show. We, we've got the next week off, but we come back the week after. Um, but you can actually hear, you're going to be talking to the creator on Monday, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Monday night, I'm going to have an interview with the creator. So yeah, good opportunity for folks to catch up. We got a two week hiatus on, uh, eat the rich. So yeah, mm -hmm. check it out. Yeah. Da Daniel messaged me, uh, right after that episode and was like, why did Masood do that? And I was like, <laughs> that's Masood. <laughs> I was thinking about it and it's truly, we, the only time we'd seen magic had been from, uh, a party member and hadn't seen like sure. enemy cast someone who's outside of scale anyways it's gonna be a, a gangbuster of a time guys yeah i had uh, to schedule yeah. some extra gm prep today just to figure out how to get out of that so i'm excited thank you for throwing me that curveball cool, cool, uh, cool. speaking of curveballs uh, last but not least <laughs> tk take it away 
It's me. It's TK. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of manic energy today. Um, I've drank a lot of tea. I write spooky stories on the internet. If you like spooky stories, then you can read them at my website, tkjwrites.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, tkjoinsthefray. I'm never updating my portfolio. That's something you're just going to have to live with. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm lazy. There you go. <laughs> sorry. Mrs. Back, but not this week. Sorry, not sorry. Check out the stuff. Uh, yeah, buy cool. my book. Or yeah. don't. Whatever. I'm not your dad. <laughs> something that's important to remind people yeah uh cool well that's it for today's episode save for one final thing let's do experience so uh let's see here did you learn something about jace bellerin his conspirators or servants everybody did yes yes we you did. definitely did yep um did you individually learn something about a fellow member of the conspiracy so I think I learned something about Winnegar today. I think yes, Torgor. I, I was also there. For yeah, uh, Tack. I think Torgor. You didn't have. You didn't really have a chance to learn anything new. You you hung out, but you didn't learn anything new. So I think that Tack and Road both learned something about Winnegar for sure, right? Because Winnegar went the extra mile uh, at Rourke's expense, and then uh, Winnegar. Um, I don't know if you you. I don't think you learned anything about Tack yet because I don't know if you knew that you got abandoned on purpose. No, I didn't. Yeah, so I think that one's way that one's pending. Okay, so yeah. Road, and Road, you never will now. Yeah, Road and Tack <laughs> got that one. Uh, okay, uh, did you express your connection to your guild uh, in a meaningful way? Uh, I think yes. Uh, Road and Torgor both did. Yeah, I think sure everyone did. Tenure. I think everyone did too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody take one for that. And then, did your alignment complicate your character's life in an interesting way? Slash. Do you want to change your alignment? <laughs> uh, mine is a yes, but I'm not changing. Okay. Mm. Yep. All right. So yeah, tech tech gets one for sure. Mine yeah, is I... a yes, but yes. Oh. I think <laughs> uh-huh. we don't see the ramifications yet of what we've done to Rourke. So I'm iffy about mine as well. Yeah. I feel like mm. handing Rourke over was a guild choice rather than a personal alignment choice. Okay. Fair though. Yeah. I think that's what that, that felt like. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, Winnegar, you still neutral? Uh, I'm still neutral. So floating around uh, neutrality. Yeah, your neutrality. Think... I really liked your, like you you proposed being neutral as a. I could go any direction. Like I'm easy to get to push mm-hmm. in a particular yeah. direction. I thought that was interesting. But I, I think, think that yeah, I think he did. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. yeah. Think, but yeah, go ahead. Carlos. I think a lot of his mindset is still like you know, neutral good. And like, yeah. he kind of goes there first, but like he keeps making decisions for neutral, for neutral. And like, it's, I got a feeling it's going to keep going down. Lower mm-hmm. I'm very down. ready. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, Hey, let's kill these guys. <laughs> and we're just like, if, if that would have mm, went, no. if that would have went like, easy, like it would have been, that would have been like one of the biggest things like, Oh my God, it's so easy. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I ditched you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Okay, so I know for sure, Winnegar, you leveled up. Uh, yeah. Me anybody too. else? Yeah. I was going four for four this time. Are you gonna like... TK? Are you gonna take a level in Rogue, or are you gonna take a level in Warlock? Or are you I'm gonna, gonna take? Throw I'm gonna down another do, one. I'm gonna do one in Rogue just so I can get that eighth level uh, mm. ability score improvement. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so maybe yeah. I could start casting spells. It seems like a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anybody else level up? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that's it. Um, make sure that you uh, you keep on coming back for episodes. Uh, if you're looking for more D and D content, check out Roll Twenty Presents on Mondays at 1 p.m. right here. 
Uh, and then go and check out everything everybody else is doing because we're all doing cool stuff and we're not here entertaining you with Magic the Gathering shenanigans. Uh, we'll see all of you next time for more Jay Speller and Must Die. That's it for us. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.